Isaiah chapter 6 this morning. Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, let us stand. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and his train was filled with temple. And above the, it stood the seraphims, each one had six wings, with twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried, and the house was filled with smoke. Then said I, Woe is me, for I am an undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Lord, we just ask you to touch us, uplift and encourage, Lord, in this, in this time of confusion and doubt, Lord. We just ask you, Lord, just help us, Lord. Empty myself and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. You may be seated. Would you agree with me this morning, if you look back, you would uh, have regrets. Uh, maybe you've uh, uh, said something or done something that you wish you could play, push a rewind on it and get it back. You may be going through some things that you wish you could uh, have skipped and gotten it over with. If we look back, we'll find regrets in our life and disappointments. If you agree with me, if we was to look around us in the day we live today, we'll find some uh, uh, discouragements, we find doubt, we find fear. And if we was to look too far ahead, we'd find confusion and distractions. We don't know what tomorrow holds, but I, I am glad that I know who holds tomorrow. We don't need to look back with regrets or look around with fear or disappointments. We don't even need to try to look far ahead with doubt and uncertainty. But let's do what the Bible says that we ought to do. We ought to look up. Lift our eyes. And I, I believe if we look up, we can find victory this morning. I, I believe if we look up, we can find encouragement this morning. If you look up, there is hope. If you look up, there is help. Jesus said, when you see all these things, all these things that are happening, He said, lift up your head for your redemption draw nigh. In a world that is distracted, in a self-consumed, self-centered world, the greatest way that you and I could ever look is to look up. In verse 1 he said, uh, in the midst of confusion, in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of fear, he said, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne. If the God that you're trying to serve this morning is not enthroned and sitting high and lifted up, then you're serving the wrong God. You've got your eyes in the wrong place. You're bowing to the wrong God. 
How do you know you got the right perspective of God? How do you know you got the right vision of God? It's because you see Him high and lifted up this morning. I saw Him high and lifted up. He is higher than a higher. He's greater than the greatest. He is God. He's better than the best. And I thank God for that. In verse 3, he said he cried, holy, holy, holy. Now if he said one time holy, that would have been good enough. But he said it twice, that already got your attention. But when he said holy the third time, you ought to pay more attention to that. Because he's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, the Bible tells us. He is the true God. He's the God of the past, God of the present, God of the future. Amen. Isaiah got a, a vision of God in his greatness, and God in his power, and God in his glory. High and lifted up. You know, that's what we need this morning. We need a vision of God high and lifted up. We don't need to be concerned about what's going on around us. Uh, we don't need to be concerned about the things that happen in this world. We just need to get a vision of God high and lifted up and focus on Him this morning. The vision Isaiah saw was in a day of time of confusion. The king had just died. Israel was in turmoil, apostasy and iniquity was a running amok, was a, a, an all-time high. But just when you need it most, thank God, just when fear comes in, just when confusion comes in, just when doubt comes in, just when things don't look right, just when you need it the most, that's when you get your vision of God. And Isaiah's got a vision of God. He didn't have to look around. He didn't have to look behind. He didn't have to look at forehead. He just lifted his eyes and got the vision of God that you and I need to get this morning. He realized the God that he served was a true God. Holy, just, and pure. Not only was He God of heaven, but He's also God of earth. And even the glory of God has only filled in heaven and filled in earth. It even filled Isaiah's life with the glory of God. I pray that we might see God in a vision that Isaiah saw Him. They were praising God in heaven. The serpents were praising God in heaven. And what's going on in heaven ought to be going on on earth. We ought to be praising God. These are angelic beings. They're created beings. They don't know nothing about the redemption. They don't know nothing about mercy. They don't know nothing about grace. They don't know about, have never fallen in sin. And yet they're giving God the praise. But you and I that know about grace, you and I that know about mercy. You and I know about redemption. You and I that know about the cross. You and I that know about the resurrection. We ought to be praising God this morning for who he is. Get the vision of God high and lifted up like Isaiah got. They had never been to Calvary. You and I have been to Calvary. We've been redeemed, washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We ought to get a vision of God. 
But to give Him the praise and what's going on in heaven ought to be going on in earth today. Unless surely it should be going on in churches today. Praising God and lifting Him up. I cannot think of a better time than praise God than today. I see the things that's happening in this world and going around in this world. We ought to praise God. We shouldn't run around fear and doubt and concerns and worries. Let's just praise God. If you could just look up this morning and get a vision of God in heaven on His throne that He's still in charge, He's still in control, and we got Him high and lifted up, we ought to get a vision like Isaiah got this morning. People are running around saying, what are you going to do about this virus? I'm just going to cry, holy, 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 holy. Lord God Almighty, He's still in control. Bad news comes on every hand. Every time we turn around, it seems like bad news are coming. People got this. People gets this. You know what you ought to just do? You ought to just place your hands in the air and lift your head up to God and cry, holy, holy, holy. And praise God. This is God's house. We ought to be praising God in His house. We've come to meet, to worship God. The King of kings, the Lord of lords, we've come to praise Him. And we need to come and have a vision of God in our lives that the time of confusion, the time of doubt, the time of discouragement that's around us, we need a vision of God like Isaiah had, high and lifted up. You and I need to get a hold of that vision that Isaiah got, high and lifted up. If we do that, we'll have the same reaction that Isaiah had. We'll have the same results as Isaiah said. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. You and I need to see the Lord high and lifted up this morning. But not only in that, that the Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. Now look at verse number 5. Uh, Isaiah saw something else. He said then, said I, woe is me, for I am undone because I'm a man of unclean lips and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. It's like Isaiah was looking in a mirror. He said, uh, not only did I see the Lord high and lifted up, he said, I also saw myself. I saw how low I was. He, he said, woe is me, because it amazes me that people around today can always see other people's problems but their own. They can see other people's faults but they're on their own. We ought to see other people's needs this morning. We ought to see ourselves as God sees us this morning. I've heard people say, boy, preacher, somebody here needed that message this morning. Somebody needed that real bad. It might have been you. I've heard people say, throw it at them, preacher. Give it to them hard, preacher. Tried to, but I missed you. 
you need a great big heap of it. We get that vision of God high and lifted up. And when we get that vision of God high and lifted up, and then we look at ourselves, we cannot compare ourselves to God. We see ourselves low. Let me just say this. If anybody thinks they're worthy, self-centered, you're wrong. We're living in a self-centered society today. Everybody is unworthy except me. Let me just say this. We're all unworthy. Every gift, every act of mercy and grace that God has given you, shown you, has come from a holy, righteous, pure God. I like this statement. I'm doing better than I deserve. If I got what I deserve, I wouldn't be here. If I got what I deserve, I wouldn't be heading to heaven someday. If I got what I deserve, hell would be my home. I am doing better than I deserve. I'd be lost and undone without grace and mercy from God. But mercy came and grace came. God looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. Gave me what I didn't deserve. And took away what I did deserve. I'm not unworthy, but I, I'm surely I'm not unthankful for what God has done for me. Isaiah saw the Lord high and saw himself low and unworthy. Because he said, I am a man of unclean lips. Seeing the Lord will knock the pride out of you. I don't know about you, but every now and then I need to be put back in my place. I need to get off of my box. And I don't step off of it lightly, so God needs to knock me off my box. We, we need to see the Lord. We need to see ourselves and who we really are. Unworthy creatures standing in need of God's mercy and grace. For I am glad that for the day that I swallowed my pride and fell on my face and cried out to God, I'm in need of help. I'm on my way to hell. Lord, help me and forgive me. And God reached down and pulled me out of that miry muck and set me on the solid rock. I am thankful for that day. I am doing better than I deserve this morning. When you see the Lord high and lifted up, you see yourself low. Can I tell you this? God will share His mercy. God will share His grace. God will share His power. God will share uh, His salvation. Uh, but there's one thing that God will never share, and that is His glory. He won't share it with some preacher. He won't share it with some singer. He will not share it with some church. God will not share His glory. To God be the glory for great things that He hath done. When it's all about God, not about us, we win the favor of God. 
when he saw the Lord, he saw himself. Then he saw someone else. He said, then said I, woe is me for I am an undone because I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw himself low. But he looked around and he saw others. He saw a world which was in living in fear. He saw a world that was living in doubt. He saw a world that was living in sin. He saw a world that was in need of a Savior. He saw that they needed a cleansing. He said they need to experience what I've experienced. The same God that I experienced, these people need to get a hold of. He said, I've got a vision. Would you say we live in a self-centered world? You can't even talk to most people without their face glued to the phone. And it's hard to talk to people when they're talking to somebody else. I, I've been so many times, I don't like these little things you stick in your ear you can't see. You that are walking around crazy talking to themselves, and I think they're talking to me, and I answer them. And they look out like me, I'm crazy. You can't carry on a communication because you don't know who they're talking to. So I got to thinking about it. Boy, we live in a self-centered world. People need to listen to man of God some days. I thank God for every man of God that preaches a message that changed my life. Every preacher that I sat under and moved me. The man of God that was not afraid and it was anointed that God had the power of God and he preached I thank God for those that I sit under and had the authority and the power of God on that when they preach without fear we see that today we can see what we need but we don't see what other people need people need the same God that you have experienced the one that you saw high and lifted up, they need to experience that in the world today. The fear that's running around, the confusion that's running around, we need to just stop, exhale, lift up, and see God. And when you see Him, you'll see Him at all. You won't worry no more. You won't have confusion no more. You won't have doubt in this world anymore. you see God. The society today is all about what can you do for me. What can you do for me? What can the church do? What can the government do for me? It's, it's filtered everywhere we go. What can you do for me? People even got said, God, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? There, there are people that says, you know, missionaries are great, but what can they do for the church? 
it's good that you have missionaries. It's good that those will go. But what do they do for the local church? And they don't add to the church. They don't tie to the church. But let me just say this. If you support the missionaries and you're reaching out for the vision of God, that means the church has got a vision. They're seeing God high and lifted up. And they're reaching out and touching other people. God will send people in. God will send the money in. All you got to do is what God said. Reach those that are lost and undone. We don't see the needs of others no more. When God's high and lifted up and yourself is unworthy servant and others are in need of sharing the gospel with, then you see the pride of God in your life. But when your eyes get off the Lord, off yourself, and seeing the needs of others. That's Christianity at its best. If you're here this morning, you've been saved because somebody prayed for you. You ought to raise your hand. You're here this morning because somebody witnessed to you. You ought to raise your hand. You're here this morning because you're, uh, uh, somebody gave you a tract. Somebody invited you to church. You ought to raise your hand this morning. How many of you here this morning because somebody just invited you to church? How many of you are here this morning because you saw what God has done in somebody else's life and you want a part of that? Isaiah had a burden. I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips for my eyes have seen the king the Lord of hosts. He saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw himself low and he saw the world as in need. In verse 6, the serpents took it live cold. And in verse 7, it said, And he laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has have touched the lips and thy iniquity and is taken away and thy sin has been purged. And here's the burden that Isaiah got in verse number 8. Also I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I sin? And whom will go for us? And what God is saying, you, you've seen the world, you've seen the needs of the world, you saw those that have needs and unclean lips, the sinners in this world, who shall I send? Who will go? And Isaiah said, hey, I've raised my hand up. You send me. I'll go if nobody else will go. I will go. Here am I, send me. Lo am I, I've seen the world that is in need of a Savior. If you're looking for somebody to go, Lord, look my way. I'll go. I'll go. I'll speak for you. Somebody told me one time, and I really thought about this, and I've never thought about it till the other day. God does not take volunteers. I'm thinking, what? What? God doesn't take volunteers? Isaiah said, here I am. He raised his hand and said, Lord, here I am. If ain't nobody else want to go, I'll go. God takes volunteers. 
If you're waiting around for something to happen and God to show you something to, to do something great for God, just look around. There's people lost and done and everywhere you turn around, there's somebody a need of somebody to witness to them in this world today. You can go up and down this road and there are people on this road that need to be witnessed to. There's a mission work out here. God just needs some volunteers. God just needs some volunteers to go. God needs some people to raise their hands and say, here I am, Lord. If nobody else wants to go, if nobody else wants to speak, I will speak for you. Amen. Isaiah saw the Lord high and lifted up. He saw himself low. He saw the knees of the people that were around him. Write this phrase down. I wrote it down in front of my Bible so that I'll never forget. Right in the very first page of my Bible, I wrote this phrase. I want you to write it down. When you see the needs of others, you will never be more Christ-like. You'll never be more Christ-like. When you got your eyes off yourself, when you got your eyes off this world, and you're looking at those that are around you, and they have a need, they're lost and undone, they're on their way to hell. When you see the needs of others, you'll never be more like Christ. Never be more like Christ. John chapter 6. Let me close with that chapter there. John chapter 6. When you see the needs of others, you'll never be more Christ-like. John chapter 6 and verse number 5. When Jesus lifted up his eyes. When Jesus lifted up his eyes. When Jesus lifted up his eyes. He saw a great company come unto him. He said unto Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? He lifted his eyes. He saw the need. He saw the multitude. He saw the people. And to you and I lift our eyes up and see the needs of the people around us. We'll never be like Christ. We'll never be like Him. Verse 6. And this he said to prove Him. For Him Himself knew what He would do. When Jesus lifted his eyes, he saw the others. He saw the needs and he knew the needs of the people. He, he asked the question, what are we going to do for these people? He already knew what he was about to do. He knew what was going to happen. The disciples did not know. The disciples did not know that this lad was there with five loaves and two little fishes. They didn't know that. But Jesus knew that. They couldn't see the miracle that was about to happen. But Jesus saw the miracle that was about to happen. We may not see the blessings, but Jesus sees the blessings. We may not see the miracles, but Jesus sees the miracles before we get there. 
It's all he's saying. If you want the blessings, you want the miracles of God, let's do something. Let's do something. He lifted his eyes and saw the great company, saw the multitude, saw the need, he saw what, what was going on. He knew what he was about to do. You know, real joy comes in your life when you put Jesus first. When you put him first in your life, others second than self. Boy, that's kind of hard to swallow, ain't it? We got to get a vision of who Jesus is and how much we really rely on him in our lives. Let's look around and see the needs of others in our community, in our town, in our state, in our even in our world. We need to see the needs of others. Dr. Howe started a bus ministry, started out one bus like us. And God laid the burden on his heart. And he kept going and kept going. And finally the bus ministry grew to 200 buses. Mm. But you know, when stuff starts growing and God starts blessing, there are those who going to got something to say, and it's not always going to be positive. It's going to be negative. And he stated in his autobiography, he said that, that a man came up to him and said, Dr. Howe, we really got to do something about these buses because they're leaving, leaving oil spots all over the parking lot, and we got the smell of diesel perfume going all everywhere. And Dr. Howell looking at it said, hey, think what would be in the parking lot if we had horses and buggies. <laughs> Look on the bright side. If we get that vision of God and we see the needs of others and we reach out, thank God for our vision, thank God for our ministry, thank God for what God has laid on the hearts of those that work that. Thank God for that. But you know, there's other ministries, there's other visions that could be reached out and tapped in our community today. There are lost people everywhere. When you see the needs of others, you're never more like Christ. We need to get that hammered. We need to ask God to fill us with the anointing and the breath of God. And give us a burden for those that are dying and going to hell. Dr. D.L. Moody, preacher of a preacher. In fact, he shook hands with the uh, Europe continent in America at the same time. He was such a powerful preacher and a man of God and, and he, he, he didn't have something. He, he said, I, I, something's missing in my life. So he, he rented a hotel room. He went up to the lady and said, I'm going to the hotel room. I don't know when I'm coming out but I'll pay you when I get out. He went up in the hotel room he got down on his knees and started crying unto God. He wanted a burden from God. He wanted a vision from God. And he stayed in there for days and days and days. And then when he came out, he started seeing other people as different than he's ever seen before. He met people on the road that he talked with. They were friends. But now he sees them as lost people undone, dying and going to hell. Everywhere he looks, he sees lost people dying and going to hell. He went back to his room because, God, I can't take it. Need something else. The strength to carry that burden. Look, when you ask God to give you a burden, when you ask God to give you a vision of those who are lost and done in this world, 
on their way to hell, you'll start in your own family. You'll see them suffering and dying. Their faces on the lake of fire and screaming to hell and to help them, help them, and you can't be there. You ought to start now praying for them. You ought to start now witness to them. Don't wait till the last day. Don't wait till the last morning. Ask God to give you a burn for them now. Don't wait. Well, maybe we'll do like everybody else. Well, somebody else will talk to them. I ain't ashamed I've said that. Lord, send somebody else. I got to remember, Lord, here I am. I'm volunteering. Wherever you want me to go, whatever you want me to say, I'm ready. I'm ready. Isaiah had a vision of God high and lifted up. And he realized he could not compare himself to God. He was too low. And God said, look around. Look around. There are people that are lost and dying. There's confusion and doubt and disappointment. Look, we're living in a world of confusion today. I mean, we're in a, I have never heard of countries shutting down. They never shut school down when I was in school. Well, I, hey, school, yeah. We're in confusion. We're in doubt. We're in uncertainty. But that doesn't change the needs of those lost and undone, dying and going to hell. We worry about the wrong things. We worry about this coronavirus. We worry about it spreading. May the gospel spread faster. May it get reached out faster than anything else. Because let me tell you, they need the gospel more than they need sanitary wipes or whatever these things they are. Anything, apparel, you can't buy that today. In fact, I think we got the last three hand sanitizer. You can't find it nowhere. People wear toilet paper, good grief. My goodness, we worry about the wrong things, don't we? But may we get the gospel out just as fast to this dying world. You know, maybe we ought to go down the empty shelves on the toilet paper down at the Walmart and say, you know what, there ain't no toilet paper, but what I got, I'll give it to you for free. And what I give you, you won't have to worry about this anymore. Because God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power of might. We need that vision. We need to see the Lord high and lifted up today. Realize that he's still God. He's still in control. Even in the midst of this confusion and doubt and worry and fear, God is still God. It's not going to change. This morning, would you come to the altar and just pray this morning that God will help us to get a vision of God and who he is.